You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. hope you are doing well today. Now, I'd love your feedback, please. I'm trying out a different mic at the moment. Uh, I know my audio hasn't always been the best, but it's because I'm trying to make do with what I can. Uh, You may know that I record these in the car, Uh, obviously very safe, of course, but it means I've got to make do with the lapel mic. I'm not in my office where I have all the the acoustics, the... uh, uh, the noise blockers and whatnot, uh, and the right equipment so that it sounds, uh, tip top. So I make do with the lapel mic and it has improved, I think, having used that over the last, uh, few episodes. But, um, I was in our home office and I caught sight of my son's headset that he uses for his Xbox which has a nice big uh, uh, mic coming out of it with a big windshield. So I've grabbed it today, taken it with me, and I'm trying this out. And he's not going to be very happy chappy when he gets home to see that he's got no headset to play with his Xbox. Um, But never mind, Uh, he can do without for one day. Um, So I'm wearing this headset and recording this and looking like an absolute twit as I am driving. But you know what? It'll be worth it. I don't mind looking like a twit if the uh, if the if the experience for you improves and the audio sounds better. So, um, yeah, do me a favor. Reach out to me on LinkedIn if this episode in particular sounds better than previous ones. And if it does, then I can continue to use this headset. Or if it, there's not really much difference, then I can go back to using my lapel mic so I don't look like a foot on the road. Anyway, uh, so today's session is how do we get rid of tire kickers? So what I mean by that is how do we not spend time talking to the wrong type of people that are just going to suck our time? You know, those prospects who we get on the phone with or they come for a meeting or get on a Zoom call with who are never really going to buy from us, but they're just... uh, they're just sucking our time up. They're not really a good fit, but we just have to go through the motions and we know that they're never going to become a client at the end of it. And what ends up happening is that you, because you're too nice and you say yes to everything and every referral that comes your way and every inquiry through your website and anyone that approaches you on social media, you say yes to having a conversation with. But what ends up happening is that hours of your week are sucked up having these sometimes futile conversations. So what can we do to better filter our prospects, better filter our inquiries so that we're not spending 
time with the wrong type of prospects. We're not spending time with those tire kickers who just want to pick our brains for advice. Okay, so there's two things we can do, two main things. One thing is to better pre-qualify our prospects before they get in touch with us. And the other thing is to incorporate a paid consultation approach. Now, the paid consultation approach, I appreciate, isn't for everyone. If you're just starting out, we don't really have a specialism, then maybe it's not for you just yet. But I'll talk about it at the end of this uh, session once I've kind of covered and given you some tips on how you can profile your prospects a bit better than you are now so you avoid spending time talking to the wrong type of people. So you probably get inquiries through you know, your website, through social media, through referrals and I don't know what your process might be, but your process is probably to kind of give them a call directly or ask them to book a call with you. Well, one thing you can do now is use technology, if you're not already, to make that process a lot easier for you and the client. So rather than playing email tennis to book a time convenient to both of you, use a tool like Calendly, like Acuity, Microsoft Bookings, to arrange a to send out for the prospect to book a call with you. Now there are so many advantages of using a tool like this. I've been using Calendly for a number of years now, and it's been a literal game changer. I used to have uh, Karen in my office who would arrange meetings for me with prospects, get on the phone to you know play email tag to find a suitable time. But since Calendly has come along, it's been a you know, it saved her hours of time that she can now spend doing more productive stuff rather than just managing my diary. So all I do now is if if I get a referral, if there's someone that uh, wants to meet uh, or an inquiry comes to the website and we've already kind of sussed out whether they're a good fit or not, we send them a Calendly link. And actually the Calendly does our qualification as well. So what I recommend you do, and I much prefer Calendly over something like Microsoft Bookings. It's just a much better experience. It's got better features, just looks a lot nicer as well. I find Bookings and Acuity just look a bit bleh. Um, so apologies if you're using them at the moment, but you know I just find with Calendly it's just just a more slicker, more beautiful looking uh, uh, you know, interface uh, and a nice experience. So we want that because all these things matter. You know, you know my views on perceived value. All these things make a difference. All the little touch points, how someone can book a call with you, what you look like online, your website, your profile. All these things matter, and they're all helping the client to make judgments about you and your value before they even have a conversation with you and before we even talk about price. I remember price is just about taking a share of the value you create. Pricing is, in the eyes of the customer, is if the price is less than value, they buy. If it's not, then they don't. So your job is to always do what you can to increase that perceived value in the client's minds because that's the only thing. That's the only gauge for them to work out whether your price is reasonable or not. Okay, so going back to how we profile prospects better using Calendly. So again, I would, um, there's a great feature within Calendly. If you're not using it already, then you need to start using the questions feature within Calendly. So what that is, is that you can actually add questions in to the appointment link so that your prospects has to answer those questions before they can book that call with you. So what you want to be doing here is to put in place some profiling questions. So if you have this link on your website, say, for them to book a call with you, then what that does is it allows you the ability to filter out any prospects that may come through. But if they're not a good fit for you, then you can politely decline that call. 
and just write a message back, cancel the meeting and give a reason as to why you're not a good fit and perhaps you know recommend them another accountant to go and see. And the kind of questions that I would ask are, you know, you can ask questions to get a feel of the client's circumstance. You can ask them, you know, what their level of turnover is or what their personal income is. And it kind of makes it really easy because it gives you different options in terms of how to set up those questions. So questions can either be, you know, you can either just have a free form text box or you can have check boxes, a number of check boxes, drop down menus, that kind of thing, which means that you can have you know, different bands of turnover, for example. Another question you might want to ask is, number of employees to give you a feel of the type of size of client. And, you know, if they're not a, you know, are you a sole trader, are you a limited company already? Things like this you can ask, but in a in an easy manner. What you don't want to do is expect the client to spend 10 minutes to book an appointment with you. They're not going to do that. They'll get put off and they'll go elsewhere. But you want to have some simple questions in there that they can answer very quickly, that they give you vital intelligence on the profile of that prospect to determine whether it's going to be a good fit for you or not. So things like number of employees, I'd also ask uh, questions like what motivates you to get in, court, to, to get in touch? So you know, they get a, you get a bit of a feel as to what's prompted them to get in touch and that's really valuable because if they haven't already told you, if they haven't already got in touch with you by email or anything like that, if it's a cold inquiry, just come off the website, then that's valuable information because you get to know what is the reason they're getting in touch with you. Is it because they're not happy with their existing accountant? Have they just started up? Are they looking for a new accountant? What's the reason? You want to know that. I mean, you're going to ask that anyway when you first meet with them, but it's always useful to get that in advance as well so you are prepared and can deduce whether it's going to be a good fit or not and whether it's a uh, nice inquiry or not. Um, what else to add on here? So yeah, have a calendar, uh, yeah, get that inserted in your calendar. I would definitely pay for the premium version of, of Calendly where you can have different, uh, you can have a number of different links. So I think the free version just gives you access to one link, which means that you only have one type of call that can be booked with you. Uh, and typically that's only one, one kind of duration. So you only have the ability of sending out like a 30 minute meeting. Whereas when you have the premium version, you have access to unlimited. So I've got God knows how many, probably about 20 different type of call links, uh, you know, 15 minute link, a 30 minute link, a, um, you know, for my mastermind calls, a 45 minute one-to-one -one session, my, for my one-to-one mentoring, the 90 minute sessions, for the goal planning sessions, for, um, we have a, you know, Facebook ad campaign going on at the moment. So, uh, a link specifically for the niche that we're looking to target. So again, this is the beauty of Calendly. So you can set up, uh, different links. So I've got one and what I recommend you do if you're going for a niche audience. So for example, we have for content creators. The link I'm going to set up for them is the questions are worded slightly differently and they're very much specific to their world. So I would ask questions like, you know, what is your main platform? How many, um, you know, how many followers do you have? And then a drop down between, you know, between, uh, you know, 10, 20,000, 20, 50,000, et cetera. What is your current monthly income? You know, asking questions, do you have an accountant already or not? So what I'm doing is I'm trying to gauge very quickly as to whether this is going to be a good influencer client for us or not. Plus also on the flip side, what it does is it makes you more relevant and it makes you more appealing to that prospect, even in that process of booking a call with you. And this is why it's really important, those touch points, the perceived value, which I keep talking about is really important. And all these things will help 
to increase your perceived value. The mere fact that you're asking questions which are directly related to your prospect will have an impact in terms of how they perceive you. So by me asking direct questions around, you know, how, you know, give me a, 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 a let me know where do you currently receive your income from? And I, in brackets, I've got AG sponsorships, AdSense income, products you sell. So again, very much directly related to what they do. And the more I do that, the more they're going to see me as a specialist, which is only going to help when we actually have that conversation. So if you're not using Canada, I recommend you do so. Have different call links depending on different uh, niches that you are targeting and add in those questions to help filter out those prospects so you're not talking to tire kickers and time wasters. So hopefully that's helped. Oh, I did say I would talk about um, the paid consultation with you at the end, didn't I? I've just gone over 11 and a half minutes. Well, time flies when you're having fun, eh? Um, so, okay. So yeah, I have a, a paid consultation approach that I use now, but I, I can do this because I've put out a lot of value already. So typically I, uh, this is sent to people who get in touch for uh, property inquiry, property investors, developers, because I, that's one of our niches. I've written a book on the subject. I've got blogs on the subject. I've got videos on the subject. So if we get an inquiry and it relates to property, in the past, I used to entertain uh, having these free initial consultations like every other accountant. And I found that I was just giving away advice for free and people would just go away and use it and implement it themselves or you know, kind of get the peace of mind that they wanted. And I realized actually there's value in what I'm giving here. There's value in being able to give them specific direction, guidance and advice on their, specific, on their, on their actual personal circumstances. So now that I've got that credibility and authority and have already given away general advice for free through my books, videos and blogs, I can now command a upfront fee for a consultation. And typically the way I do this is Again, it goes out by Calendly, but the way I do this is follows, and you can use this three-step framework, which um, is highly valuable and has earns me probably in the region of about, I think it's about eight grand a year uh, from these initial consultations. I'll probably do about maybe three or four months. And, uh, and this is the wording that I use. So I say um, uh, to, yeah, the way I normally work is via a strategic consultation. And the way these work is that uh, they are paid for in advance and mine is currently 279 plus VAT. And at the end of the call, one of three things will happen. Firstly, you will take away the, the advice and uh, and go away and implement, and that's absolutely fine. I wish you the best of luck. Secondly, we'll agree to work together, and I'll talk you through what that might look like and uh, the fees for working with us, and then we can agree that uh, separately. Or thirdly, you'll tell me it's a complete waste of time and ask for your money back. I haven't had to do that yet, but it's there for your peace of mind. And what that does, it takes away the complete the risk for the prospect of booking that call with you because you give them a guarantee that if they don't get value, they don't pay. And haven't I do that yet? And nobody asks for their money back because you, know, you give value and you are a, a professional, you know what you're doing and everything that say, you talk about to the client will obviously be of value. And most people don't actually trigger that guarantee and I've never had it in the last you know five years that I've been doing this. Okay. So hopefully that's helpful. Uh, I've got a pen off now, but uh, let me know about the mic in particular, and uh, hopefully that uh, that, the, that the wording I gave you at the end there. Start implementing that. Quite a few of my members have. You don't have to go as high as I have. You can go at you know 95 pounds plus VAT if you want to initially. I started at 197, I think, uh, and then suddenly took that up. Um, 
a little bit. But um, yeah, now even my, my team members do this as well. So I've got a link for my, uh, my senior tax manager. He does this as well. I've given him the script to use and we've got a calendar link for him. So I don't always have to do them. Uh, but again, where you've got some value to add, you can absolutely do this and give value in that initial meeting to get paid. So you're not spending time with card tire kickers. And, uh, and what ends up happening is that people who pay for that consultation actually come on board as better clients because they appreciate the value and advice that we give. All right, hope you got value from it. As always, uh, if you haven't already, please uh, rate, review and subscribe and drop me a message on LinkedIn to see how you find it, what you want me to take away yours and spread the message. Uh, thank you to Johan, who did put a note in the Facebook group that you'll enjoy these podcasts. Thank you, Johan. Appreciate it. And uh, if you are too, then you know what to do. And I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.